Hey everyone, you're tuned into InfoQuench with Jeff and Amy. Join us as we talk about anything and everything. All the stuff that makes life interesting. So let's get to it. Hey everybody and welcome to InfoQuench. I am Amy. And this is Jeff. And we are here to tell you a little bit more about pandemics. We are. This is volume three. Did you catch what we did there? Yeah, we tried to trick people, keeping you on your toes, you know? Trying to be clever. Trying to be clever and, you know, uh, entertaining. I guess that's what we were going for there, entertaining. <laughs> Hopefully we I hit. should have actually tried to sound like you, and you should have actually tried to sound like me. Do you want to try it again? Let's try it again. Okay, ready? Hey, everybody, welcome to InfoQuench, and I am Amy. And I'm Jeff. <laughs> and this is my radio voice that I use. It's really this deep. This is my radio voice. <clears throat> <laughs> oh man, that was entertaining. Okay, so before right off the hop, I just wanted to say, well, first of all, thank you everyone for listening. We've gotten a little bit of a jump in listeners and stuff. It's really nice. It's really nice, you know. And uh, but anyways, I wanted to talk to you about things that I've been kind of noticing. Yeah, I, I find it really interesting when I'm going for a walk now, and that you know I'm just walking on the sidewalk, doing my social distancing and stuff. But it it's really interesting when someone's coming the other way. It's almost like I'm a monster that people will go out of their way to get away from me. Like they go out almost into the dotted line of the road and then back in onto the sidewalk. And it's, uh, I've never, you know, I've never been so happy to be avoided in my life. <laughs> anyway. Oh, no, it's awesome. I mean, so Jeff and I, we record this podcast out of St. John, New Brunswick, and we live, uh, you know, right in the, the heart of uptown St. John. So um, for us to, you know, we've been driving out uh, you know, trying to find locations where there were very yeah. little people when we go out as a family so that we can prop, uh, do proper social distancing, which is, uh, we all know is essential. Um, but we, I think it was just the last night we each went for walks on our own in, uh, in around our, our neighborhood, but and it was a ghost town. It is, which and, is what it should be. And I actually stayed, I walked mostly in the road. There weren't very, you know, what it wasn't much in terms of vehicle traffic. No, um, I noticed that anyway. as well. And I just found it was easier than trying to always walk out when I was, you know, in, encountering somebody on the sidewalk. Yeah. But it was eerie. It's, uh, it is know. eerie out there. It, it's everything's shut. Everything is shut, man, ex- except for like grocery stores, liquor stores, cannabis stores, and hardware stores. What else? I think that's. I'm not going to name all the stores, but pharmacies, yeah. anything yeah, that's like essential, anything essential that's essential. So just to kind of give a little bit of a. I'm not going to name all the stores, yeah, well, Jeff. Well, fine, then don't. Just talk about what you want to talk about then. All right, here. Superstore, shopper. No, no. It's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> don't name them all right so um we've been spending a little bit of time together and i know everybody else yeah. <laughs> spending a lot of time together too and stop blinking so loud it's been wonderful you? just stop blinking it's so wonderful loud. you're always shaking your eyes here shaking your <laughs> eyes there <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> uh but i want to put a time stamp on this it is uh we're recording this on monday march 23rd Currently in New Brunswick, we're still only at 17 cases. I'm not going to divide them up between. And have been for three days now. No. No, um, two days? Well, there was, the, we went 24 hours without any, and then we had an increase. And there, anyways, there was. Okay. There I was see. Like two days without any new cases. And then I think there's probably a bit of a lull in reporting over the weekend. Right. Regardless, we'll take the good news when we can get it. I know there's some discussion around the numbers of tests that are being done and if it's actually, you know, if our numbers are representative of the actual cases out there. But everybody needs to act 
like they already have exactly. COVID-19. And we we'll have a whole new system when I get home from work because I work on overnight shifts. So it's like when I come in, it's uh, completely, uh, I don't know. Like it's, it's very... You're stripping down. Yeah, stripping down and leaving my wallet it's getting r-rated upon arrival because yeah we you know we want to make sure that any of the clothing that was worn um at jeff's workplace because he's interacting with other people who you know still keeping the social distancing but just the nature of the workplace you know like we do not take it lightly and i don't think people should like i understand that there's this debate going on as far as like you know uh people should, shouldn't be holed up and they should be out. In, and that's true. Like you should go for walks. You should go for hikes and stuff like that. But you really do have to keep your distance. There's no going over to a friend's place and then just like, you know, hanging out like, you know, three feet away from one another. That's, that doesn't cut it. You should cut that all out for now anyways until it becomes, you know, clear instructions, you know. And I, I see it's changing every day. You know, you're watching on social media and you can see that opinions are starting to evolve. And whereas, the you know, the person who might have said last week that it was okay to hang around with their friends because they knew their friends were being careful. Yeah. Um, they realize, you know, this week that th- that's simply not the case. That it, Exactly, if, yeah. The, only, the reason we hang around with people we live with is because that's, <laughs> that's unavoidable. We got to hang around with them. Exactly. But, um, you know, the rest of the world, we, we need to be distancing ourselves. And, you know, it's for it's, now. Yeah. Like, because that's a directive from the government and just like to, to keep everybody safe and uh, medical professionals not overwhelmed. I just think that, you know, if we if everybody had listened sooner. Yeah. We would be in even better shape. But I'm just thankful, I guess, that people are starting to listen now. Absolutely. Um, but, I, you know, there's probably so many people out there already that are asymptomatic walking around and are giving contagious to, and giving it to people and their kids are playing together or they're, you know, tossing a ball back and forth. And actually, um, one of our local medical doctors here in St. John, New Brunswick, put out a uh, message just urging people, you know, to, to watch out for those types of things. Be aware that the virus lives on surfaces and that playground equipment isn't a, you know, a good idea for kids. Yeah. When just I went for a walk, there nature. was, there was one kid and two parents at, a, at the playground just close by our home. And I was just like shaking my head as I walked by. I was like, well, well, well. and I think a lot of people, I mean, it's, it's a new thing for people. So the messaging is. is slow to get out there and people don't really know what, what to believe. Um, yeah. I, I think by my nature, I always err on the side of caution because uh, you know, just, I guess, having worked in a, in a, for a regional health authority and being, I guess, super hyper aware of, you know, infection control yeah. measures, it's always been important to me, but this is uh, put it at a, its next level. It's really interesting though, how, especially on social media, how creative and, uh, you know, open people are on social media because a lot of people, that's all they have. I mean, imagine if you didn't have like a significant other or you didn't have any family and you're living at home. I mean, social media is pretty much all you have as a as a bridge to other people. But people are doing so many different interesting things on social media. Actually, we have a we have a Facebook group called uh, Pandemic Parenting. You should check out. Yes, absolutely. We started that. Well, actually, it was a week ago today that yeah. we uh, recorded this. Did I say we're recording this on Sunday? Anyways, I can't remember if I said what we're we're recording this episode on Monday, March 23rd, but yeah, it was a week ago we started the group and 
the content is incredible. As yeah, it, it is. As, as Jeff was playing with one of the many apps that have been shared. Um, yeah, the music apps. It's, the music apps on, I said, we should have, forget the name we of it should now, have started this, Chrome uh, something. Pa- we should have started this pandemic parenting group long time ago. <laughs> I know, I know. But you, you, you stopped short to saying there should have been a pandemic long ago. <laughs> no, so we no. could have had yeah. this. <laughs> we would have had, it would have been a called, it would have been a, oh, it would have been called mm. a, a group by another name. But, um, yeah. but it has been a great, resource for parents i think too for me i uh you gotta keep the little ones busy well and it also keeps i guess the regular facebook feed from being bombarded with everything that we're doing with our kids so yeah it's kind of a it consolidates everything into one little place that uh Absolutely. fellow parents can co- commiserate or rejoice in rejoice. all the time they're spending with their with their little ones it can be difficult but you know it's uh it's a transition let's just say so I mm-hmm. wanted to challenge you each episode to tell me one thing that you have learned from this pandemic. Yes. And one that was, I already shared it. It was when I was going for a walk, how easily people avoid me. Oh. That was what it was. Okay. You so, learned that? Well, I, I kind of, I've, We've it's been something that you I've for been years. noticing. Well, I've learned many things. I've learned many things. Um, you know, it's uh, just a... Uh, things that you need to do to really feel comfortable that maybe you've rid yourself of a virus that you may have on you somewhere is uh, unending. It seems to be unending and you can never be too careful. And I just wanted to say that. That's one thing I've learned. You can never be too careful. Right. So let's talk about Mm -hmm. some of the, I guess, a little bit of a philosophical discussion around this pandemic. Let's do it. And, I'm in. And this kind of leads into one of the things that I've learned. Put on my Nietzsche thought hat. About. <laughs> okay, go ahead. And I'm, I'm probably I'm thinking some of our listeners will feel the same way. It's when you are sort of when you're getting ready in the morning. You know, you sort of you put on your work clothes if you're going to work, or right. you know, you have casual clothes if you're going to a social engagement. If you're a woman or man who likes to wear makeup, you know, you have Do makeup all that, that. You, put, you know. So in getting you know, ready for the day, it's really made me reflect on the things that I do for myself versus maybe what the things I do for others. Yes, that's, that's a good point. So there's a quote that, uh, that I came across that said, um, and I don't know who it's attributed, probably multiple people have said it, but it's, if the whole world was blind, who would you impress? Right. And, and I know we're not the whole world isn't blind. We're still seeing a lot of people are participating in all these virtual, uh, you know, yeah. gatherings so people can still see you, but it's a little bit different. It's there's, different than being face to face. Yeah. There's that philosophical, um, idea like why do, why do people wear makeup? You know, did right. we talk about this? We talked about this a couple of days ago. It's like, uh, you know, do you wear makeup? Because you want to feel like you look better or are you trying to impress somebody else or you just feel better for yourself? Do you know what I mean? Right. If there were no mirrors. Right. <laughs> and none, or none of us even knew what we looked like. What are the things that we would do yeah. versus what we wouldn't? That's right. We would what brush would our I? teeth yes. so that they, our breath would be fresh and <clears throat> yes. our teeth wouldn't fall out. We oh, would that's right. p- practice personal hygiene. Yes. But, you know, how many women are shaving their legs in the winter time and versus women that aren't and why do they do that and why do they not yes so is are there like are there single women living alone right now shaving their legs because it's a social norm to do or are they just like screw it i'm not going anywhere and 
whatever. <laughs> or maybe they're like, I like smooth legs That's and right. I'm just going to keep on shaving. <laughs> That's right. You know, are they, it's, it's just an interesting thing. And, and I don't think there's a, there's, well, I know that there's not a right or wrong answer. Everybody would give a different answer as to what, you know, their level of, uh, prepping would be that they, you know, some people just enjoy the act of putting on makeup or painting their nails or just well, that personal. Pampering. How do you feel like what, what, how do you feel about the whole makeup conundrum when, when, during a pandemic, like, you know, are you, do you want to put it on just as much as before, even though you're not really going out? Hmm. Or is it, are you putting it on because it's a habit? Do you know what I mean? I think I probably put it on a bit out of a habit. Right. Okay. But also for you. Yes. But you know how I feel <laughs> about makeup. Like I don't, you don't have to wear makeup for me, you know? Well, no, I know. But I, I understand what you're saying. I though. know that's what you have to say. <laughs> yeah. I was you hold, know. I'm holding up cue cards for Jeff here. No. <laughs> well, I, love I did you. that all on my own. I, no, mm. I love you because I know you mean that. But um, I like to natural you, baby. <laughs> But it does, it does make you think about, you know, even your clothing mm-hmm. and all those, all those things that you do are, you know, are you, if you spent the morning normally curling your hair, are you just yeah. sporting a ponytail all day now? I never thought of my clothing as pretty much toxic waste, like when I get home from work, but not, that's how I feel <laughs> it is. It's just like, I can't wait, got to get rid of this. And yeah. And then it's like replenished by being washed and then we're fine. Go. Well, I mean, men shave their face. Yeah. So I wonder if there well, are men who are, do. you know, maybe not shaving as much. I also, one of the things I learned is I'm probably going to have to figure out how to cut hair pretty soon. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> just going to shave Not my own, but mine. for you and, and for our son, Hawks. I've been talking about it. I'm going to do it. Shave it shave off? It, shave it right off. Oh, good. That, that'll Go do down to a number four. Months. Yeah. Oh, the number four. But then uh, I'll be then razor. I'll be going to see Jerry at uh, Brick City Barbers afterwards. So shout out to Jerry. Yeah, we're gonna need some heavy duty fix ups after yeah. this. Yeah, I mean with women too. There's a lot of women that go regularly to get uh, hair coloring. Mm-hmm. You know, so it'd be interesting to see if people if there's a sort of a wave of people just going gray or white um, and sticking with it. Well, the, this that's the thing. You like, know, they get accustomed to it and they're like, hey, you know what? This is, what, what was I spending all this time doing all this work for? This is actually pretty great. Unless you have somebody who knows how to cut hair within wherever you are being uh, self-isolated, you're going to have to figure something out. You know, no one's just going to let their hair grow down to their ankles. So well, this could might. be going on for a while. <laughs> so... But I mean, yeah, we've maybe. Got a, we have a seven-year-old, so we've got to trim his hair up so it's not in his eyes. And We'll have everybody looking like Grizzly Adams. <laughs> I'm dating myself there with Grizzly Adams, but anyways. No, but it, I, think it'll, uh, I think it'll be a fascinating social experiment to see how it is. I know a lot of women are, are going uh, naturally gray and mm-hmm. enjoying it and finding it very freeing. So I'm, I'll be interested to see if this situation pushes more women yeah. to explore that or yeah. forces them to explore it and to see if maybe they accept that exactly and say hey you know what in the end that wasn't really what was all that important for a while a lot of things are just going to be you know conducted online you know so people don't have to be around other people it's going to change the whole dichotomy of like how people interact because people can't interact. So it's going to be, well, but they can. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, you can go for walks with people, but you have to be social distanced, right? Or physical distance. They like to call it physical distance now, not social distance. Right. 
I can't keep which, up. Which makes sense. I can't keep up with really. all the hashtags. Because they want people to be social with one another, but they want them to have the physical distance between one another, right? And it's hard with kids because kids don't oh. understand and they run up to one another. We're trying our best to keep our kid not only busy, but happy. Because like you never know how it's affecting kids. You really don't. No. They don't they don't come out and say, This pandemic is really a bummer, mom and dad. Like they don't say things like that. One, you of, know? one of the things maybe that they we do. did this week, uh, well probably teenagers do, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm teenagers sure teenagers approve. Ours I can't is seven, imagine. So. I can't imagine uh, the challenge of teenagers with boyfriends and girlfriends they can't see and, and how parents are navigating that. Um we yeah. actually went we went parking with our friends. Yes, we did. That was really cool actually. We redefined parking and what we did is we just we arranged they, a really nice scenic spot. Right. So yeah. we just you know choose a place with a view, park far enough away from each other that you have that adequate, you know, 6 foot distance, maybe allow a little extra room for the kids hanging out the window. We were about kids, 5 6 feet away from one another. And um yeah, no, we were the show and tell thing that you came up with was we, really good idea. Sorry, cut you off, but that's you know. okay. Th- that was a really cool idea. So the kids aren't bored; they have something to you yeah. Know, show. So make sure they have like a bag of toys or something that they kind of hold up mm-hmm. as they're talking to each other through the windows. But um, yeah, no, this you said five or six feet, but social dis- they're recommending six or more feet. So make sure your cars are are parked uh, yeah. at least that distance away. Um, to be safe because you're going through the Absolutely. effort you might as well make sure that you're the safe distance away to yeah. to avoid any risk and you can you know go to a place that's relatively quiet not too windy uh, so you can hear each other well and and it's great you're all sort of seated and comfortable and you don't have to worry about the kids you can for, commiserate face to face you really can <laughs> well and it's a little it's a little different than it's nice to see your friends in three dimensions every once in a while yeah well, when we had done that, the, the particular friends that we parked with, they hadn't talked to anybody outside their house since it started, since we were self-isolated. So, Oh, really? Well, I mean, they did it online, but not face-to-face. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? No, yeah, that's what, uh, that's what uh, they were saying. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, another thing that this makes you reflect on is who you miss in your life and who you don't. Yeah. <laughs> and what, you know... Yeah, what's important, what isn't. That's right. I think you know? a lot of people have thought that they you know one of the dreams people always has have is that they want to work from home yeah that's the thing you know oh i wish i could work from home i just sit in my pajamas and yeah and we were all instantly you know forced those who were fortunate enough to uh the dream isn't quite the dream is it when you're doing it well i I, like i said i feel very fortunate to be able to work from home because not all i know professions allow for that and i know people are in some pretty hard circumstances at the moment so um I'm not, I'm not complaining one bit, but what I will say is that I do appreciate, um, the structure of a work environment more and, um, you know, the, yeah, I miss the company of coworkers and, and that interaction throughout the day. Right. So I definitely have a a completely different perspective on, on work life and the benefits of being in uh, an office environment. Yeah. The big, the big the question is how how is how is everything going to go back to that? Like, is it going to be able to? Like, well, I, mean, I think so. I think over it time when we get a vaccine and everybody feels comfortable around one another, and it's not like you know each person that you're around is like a bomb about to go off. You know, it's like. <laughs> well, I think some 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 companies may realize that uh, they can see great productivity from people mm-hmm. working at home good, and good. save on overhead costs. Right. I think that that may be the case with certain industries. Yeah. Uh, Other ones might say, no, you know what? This is an experiment we don't want to repeat. We need the we need that, uh, you know, face to face interaction, collaboration. Right. um, 
you know, more, more directly. So I think companies will definitely evolve from this. I think work environments will look a little different. I hope so. Even the office setups could be more conducive to infection control Mm -hmm. in case there were a need down the road. This is pretty unprecedented though, but wasn't it, wasn't it pretty much as far as like the, the, you know, the timeline of our earth is, wasn't it time pretty much for a pandemic? Wasn't it like, weren't weren't we due for one? Like, hadn't it been, well, I mean, we had H1N1 and swine flu and stuff and SARS. Well, I mean, if you look at the the major pandemic of 1918, which it was 102 years ago. So if you thought of something coming every 100 years, I know there's a lot of discussions and theories out there about what, you know, whether this was just was going to happen inevitably or, or how it it I'm just curious as to the, you know. They, they, they seem to expect expect them after a certain amount of time has passed, it seems. Right. But, yeah, and it's interesting. I think one thing we know for sure is that this isn't a 14-day experiment. Mm-mm. This is a several months. Absolutely. This perhaps is a, longer. I mean, if you're following thing. the news and the research about how, how long it's going to take to get these clinical trials completed for vaccines and for mass distribution, then... You know, we're we're looking at a, a long haul here, but yeah, you know, it's there. There is an end. There's a there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, whether it's through, uh, you know, I, I've read I've read a lot about this, and likely to be a combination of of people who are uh, have already contracted the, the virus and then eventually be, develop an immunity. So a certain percentage of the population will fall into that category. So those people will be the worker bees, right? They'll help people who get it because they can't get it. That's right. the way it would work. That's the way it would work in my head, anyways. And then you would have, uh, eventually, you would have your vaccines available to, you know, mm-hmm. to help uh, another segment of the population. So, it'll be. Uh, it'll be it'll, a it'll, incremental. It will be, and it'll be a, a long time before we're back to normal. And Absolutely. Hopefully, we can adapt. I and, think we already have, to a degree, in many in many respects. I mean, we're still trying to figure out the real uh, problems that this thing is caused from the beginning of this like pandemic like you know like how how are people going to get money how are people going to start their businesses up again and how are people that all still needs to be really figured out i mean our government is thankfully trying you know but there's so many things that are not known well it's just a it's a reset button for the entire earth yeah yeah and uh there's a poem called Lockdown that I shared on our Instagram account, and it was also read by Anderson Cooper on CNN. Oh, yes. He's like, I it. wish I wrote it, but he never said who wrote it. It's, no. Uh, that was really strange to me. <laughs> no, it was a friar, but uh, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's, there is a lot of positive things that are coming, you know, out of this. The environment is healing and having a bit of a rest. You know, we've Mother Nature's kicked us out of the sky and out of the oceans, and and things are sort of uh, clearing up. So there's yeah. there's definitely some positive things. I think people are appreciating and reconnecting to their immediate family, mm-hmm. maybe a little more than they have in the past. And we're sort of going back to, you know, our roots. We it's, are. Um, we're getting back into nature. Well, we're, we, that's right. So Well, you know. Lyme disease sort of pushed us out of nature and this is sort of pushing us back in and 
we're you know reconnecting with our homes. We're all a lot of we're I know, spending more time in our have homes, been so we're puttering around a lot, doing things. That, seeing, yeah, yeah. You, when you're spending that much time in your in your home, you start to to notice more things. You spend more time maybe organizing. Yeah, and it's funny because you and I had a conversation like I think it was last night where we kind of came to this agreement like where if I mean we've always always had this, but it's a little bit more important to have time on your own. Remember, I was like, if you ever need like time just to be by yourself and just do whatever you need to do, think or whatever, just go do it. And I'll, I'll never like think, you know, it's a problem or anything like that. Well, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people think about this, you know, isolating ourselves into our homes. We're spending a lot of time alone, but we're not. We're actually no. there. There isn't a lot of time for seclusion because we are with our family unless you unless you live by yourself. And yeah. That's a different scenario. Um, I mentioned quite a few episodes back that I had started the 5 a.m. club. I read the book, the 5 a.m. club. 5.30 a.m. 5.30 a.m., yes. <laughs> For me, it's 5.30 a.m. <laughs> by Robin Sharma. And I will do a future episode that goes more into detail. That would be cool. About what it the is club really is fascinating. About. But I'm actually, I'm uh, it's almost, really helped you. almost like, a full month into it. Yeah. And I debated when this all went down. And, you know, schools closed and everything got turned on its head, whether to continue on. But I decided I would. Uh, and I I really feel like it's something that has helped, yeah. you know, for my mental health. Yeah. I, I Getting up in that early morning hour, having some time to myself to, you know. Write doing, your journal. Yeah, and... doing some reflection, time for meditation, mm-hmm. for uh, getting exercise in early because, um, yes. you know, there's so much going on, you know, working from home and having our, our son home and, and all of those things. Um, having that early morning hour has been really helpful. So I encourage you to, you know, try to have some sort of structure to your day and, yes, and you know, a way to even divide out your weekdays from your weekends. Mm-hmm. And I think we're all really pushing ourselves with our kids to do so much. You know, there are a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, apps and activities and homeschooling activities, but even having one small thing a day that you can look forward to, something that, you know, yeah. even if the day is Lego day or the day yeah. is, you know, we've we're had gonna math draw, day, Lego day, you're going to draw a picture day, day or collage day. It doesn't have day. to be big. It doesn't have to be elaborate. You don't have to spend six hours working on, no. you know, some special craft. But I think if you just have something that breaks up the days for the kids and for you yeah and so that they're not all running into each other and that you can remember what day it is yes because we all know what it's like when you're on like christmas vacation or something like that and all of a sudden all the days are running into one another right and you know it is important it is important to keep everybody busy doing their own things and and it's fun to uh explore new things you really truly do have a lot of time because of this pandemic, when you're self-isolating and stuff, and you can try something new, you know, try something new. If you've never, if you think you can't draw, well, try, you know, try it. There's all kinds of courses online on YouTube. Alfonso Dunn, actually, if you like pen and ink drawing, is, is absolutely amazing. So check that out. That's right. I mean, don't just say, save it for, uh, don't just do yeah. it for the kids, do it for yourself. I like doing little projects as well on Facebook. Like, you know, just, I just started doing a daily thing where I share some local music. It's just because they've, they've been hit hard too. Everybody's been hit hard, but like musicians aren't doing concerts. They're not doing, they're not making albums or anything right now. They're doing like really great live Facebook feeds and stuff, but it's nice to keep them, you know, in the picture. 
and that's that's a little thing that I try to do and share some of their music and share their CD or record or whatever. Yeah, so find anyway. something that you can do to you know be passionate about, mm-hmm. keep, you know, keep yourself uh, occupied, and use the time for personal growth. Yeah, I was uh, I was thinking about it. You know, it's it's like we're sort of all kind of going into our cocoons, and we can either come out as like beautiful butterflies yeah. <laughs> that have taken the opportunity to reflect and grow and or overweight tubalards or lethargic <laughs> little caterpillars i don't know i don't know that's no, why i know what you mean i maybe that wasn't the best analogy that makes but, sense though but i mean take the time to you know yeah if if you can try to see it in and i know it's horrific and anxiety inducing and we're all there we go through moments of realizing where we're at and what's happening in the world and we you know it's panic inducing yeah but if you can try to f- take the time to focus on the small gifts that this time is also giving us i think it'll go a long way for as well as the gifts on uh, instagram and and facebook some of them can be pretty funny oh those gifts yeah, gifs the, you mean oh gifs okay yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway <laughs> g off jeff whatever <laughs> Uh, yeah, so vitamin D is important. Was just one other takeaway I wanted to mention. I was lucky enough that I invested this year in a, uh, uh, a lamp. Oh, a light lamp. A light lamp to just, you know, I would get a little bit low energy during the winter months and I had invested in a light lamp. Common with uh, people with seasonal affective disorder. Yes, okay. exactly. So it's it's a great thing for, you know, for mental health. So if you have one of those, this is the time to dust it off and make use of it. Um, right. But, uh, or get know, out. Whenever possible, get outside. Yeah, get out and Because physical distancing doesn't mean that you need to distance yourself from No, we go for um, walks every day. Just sometimes as a family, sometimes individually. Just find a safe place to do it so mm-hmm. that you're, you know, if you don't live with the person, don't be yeah. within six feet of them. No. Um, that's, that, that's that, as simple as it gets. That's a simple rule to follow and it will all, it will all work out in the end. So, all right. Well, it how are we will. doing for time? Oh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Stay safe. Okay. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can catch up on past episodes at infoquench.com or just about anywhere else you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And help spread the word about InfoQuench. Till next time. time.